I stood by the full-length mirror, silently judging myself, wondering if I was overdoing it in my low-cut, short-sleeved floral jacket dress. What are you doing, Dee? I spun around to see Mom. She peeked inside. Can I come in? Sure. You look nice. Is that new? No, but I don't wear it often. I like it. Thanks. I'm glad you're going out tonight. Yeah? Yeah, I think it's good for you, don't you? Uh, yeah, I guess. That doesn't sound very convincing. You can't keep punishing yourself, Dee. I'm not. I just... Uh... What? Uh, nothing. I... I'm just nervous. About what? Nothing. I... I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, I think it's good you're going out with your friends. Friend. Oh, who? Amy? No. Do I know this person? Yeah, you do. It's, uh... Ricky. Ricky... Ricky... Val's friend? Oh, Ricky. That's right. We met. Didn't he work with Val? Yeah. And he set you guys up with your honeymoon vacation over in Scotland? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh... What, Mom? You, uh, think that's a good idea? I mean, he's just taking me out to dinner. You know, just to get me out of the house. Oh. As a friend, Mom. Listen, honey, it's none of my business, but you need to be careful. Careful? If it's as a friend, then I'm glad, but if it's more... It's not more. Maybe not on your end, but it could be something... Mom, Ricky's just being friendly. I'm sure he's gone out to eat with Val, too. Does Val know? About me going out to eat with Ricky? I don't know. Did you tell him? I haven't talked to him in a while. When's the last time? I don't know, Mom. Five, six days, maybe? Okay. Listen, Dee. I'm just looking out for you. I'm not going to do anything. I know, but I'm your mom. I worry about you. With everything. And I just want to make sure that you think things through and make a choice before doing anything. What are you talking about? <sighs> if this is purely friendship, then that's great and I'm happy you're able to let loose a bit. But, if it's something else, I hope you're ready to completely end things with Val. You shouldn't string him along. I'm not doing that. I'm not sneaking around, Mom. I'm just- D. Yeah? Have a good time. Seven Land Productions presents The Stone House Episode 16 I wasn't sure what time it was. After breakfast, I went to my room. I was staring at the summer dress that I wore last night. It was laying over the other clothes in the closet. I hated it. Gavin wanted me to wear something nice, but this thing, this flowery piece of fabric, disgusted me. It reminded me of that first night meeting up with Ricky for dinner. Now I was back to wearing the long sleeve flannel top and jeans that I first changed into when I arrived. There were plenty of other options in the closet, but I didn't want them. 
and I felt wrong about wearing them. These clothes weren't Gavin's. <sighs> Oi! I left my room to find Gavin standing by the dining table with his sleeves rolled up. The storm last night had caused part of the barn roof to cave in, and Gavin planned on spending the day fixing it. Boy, come here! <clears throat> What's wrong? Oh, I'll show you. I followed Gavin and Noah outside. Over here! We went into the barn, but all the cows were outside. Gavin must have let them out before beginning work. Was this you? You think he broke the barn's roof? No, the coops. Look at him. Three of them are running around. <laughs> are you lying, boy? One of the coops' doors was twisted open, and a few of the chickens were running around the barn freely. What about you? Me? No. Are you lying? You go for one of your walks you're always on about? No, why? Why do you think one of us did this? <sighs> Gavin pointed to the door. He grabbed the door and bent it towards me, showing a bit of blue paint on the handle. Blue paint? I don't understand. No, perhaps you don't. Boy? Noah shook his head adamantly. I told you not to go down there. Down where? But Gavin didn't even acknowledge me. You haven't left the hilltop? Mm-mm. And you? No, I told you this wasn't me. Hi. Gavin walked out of the barn as if in a trance. Noah and I shared a look of concern before walking out. Gavin was staring at the wood line past the house. Gavin? Yes, dear. Um, I, uh, I think maybe it was just the storm. His mouth twisted. He looked to be in deep contemplation. Aye, you're probably right. You may go now and leave me to my work. This'll take all day, no doubt, maybe longer. He motioned to the six-foot-tall wooden ladder leaning against the end of the barn, an old metal toolbox sitting on the bottom rung. It may even take longer due to me injury. Okay. Go now. I'll call if I need anything. It was crazy how much wood we went through, but it was often cold here. How else would we keep warm? Noah was on the ground drawing in his little book, crayons strewn about. Noah? Hmm? You were here before me. Does Gavin go to the woods every night? Noah shook his head. Okay. But he goes often? Mm-hmm. Does he ever go for a long time? Noah took a while to think about it, but then just shrugged. <sighs> Damn. I need to figure out a way to look around without him knowing. We have to find a way off this island, but I'm worried... I'm worried that if he sees me gone, he may... hurt you. 
That was my primary worry after his threat yesterday. I couldn't care less what he did to me. But Noah, now it makes sense why you don't talk. It's not shyness. I can't believe he did that to you. The man's a monster. I'm gonna get us off this island, okay? I'm gonna do it. I just need time to look. I want to go at night, but it needs to be a night when he doesn't get up. Noah just stared at me, the blue crayon resting between his fingers. But I'm worried about us, especially when he claims things that aren't true. He's insane. Saying that we messed with the coop, I know you didn't. <laughs> I know, and neither did I. I think he's just looking for excuses to... <clears throat> huh? <clears throat> what is it? He pointed to the back room. What, Noah? What's back there? But he shook his head again. Mm -mm. I'm sorry. I'm confused. I don't know what you're trying to say. He got up and grabbed my hand. He led me through the hall and into the back room. He pointed to the window. I peered out, past the garden, and toward the woodline. The woods? What about them? <laughs> Noah, I don't... He ran off back down the hall. What was he trying to tell me? I waited a couple minutes, but he never returned. So instead, I went back into the living room to find him on the ground by the fire, drawing again. Noah, what were you trying to show me? He ignored me as he carefully finished his drawing. I sat on the couch waiting for him. A few minutes later, and he handed me his drawing. Four stick figures of varying heights on a boat, sitting on wavy water. It looked to be a mom, dad, brother, and sister. This is your family? Your boat? He nodded. Then he pointed to more of the drawing under my thumb. I moved my thumb to reveal two more stick figures standing on the shore by some rocks and grass. I was confused again. Who are they? Is that me and Val? Mm-mm. He tapped the one that was slightly taller than the other, and pointed to the front door. Uh, no, wait. The barn. Gavin. This is Gavin? Mm hmm Okay, and this person is... Who? He pointed back to the hallway. The back room. The woods? Wait a second. Noah, are you saying there's someone else on this island? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I remembered my time exploring the lighthouse. I remembered seeing a figure and hearing movement inside. There's someone else here? He kept nodding. Oh, good. Maybe they can help us. Maybe they have a boat. Noah smiled at first, but when I expressed my excitement over the possibility of help, his whole demeanor changed. His smile, now a frown. What is it, Noah? <laughs> they can't help? He slowly shook his head no, causing that sudden burst of excitement to disappear. <sighs> this person... Is that why Gavin goes into the woods? Noah shrugged. Okay, Noah. Okay, we're still going to find a way off this island. We will.
I looked over to the pile of eggshells. I shouldn't have eaten them so fast. They were raw. I knew it was a bad idea. But I was starving. <coughs> Still, I should have eaten them slowly. My stomach wasn't ready for it and now I was in even more pain. <coughs> I slowly lowered myself down to the cave floor. I was situated behind the stack of crates. I wanted to move away from the vomit, but I was too weak. I thought about all the things I should do. I could look for food elsewhere. I could go back and talk to Delilah. I could go back and take one of the chickens and eat the whole damn thing. I could go to the lighthouse and see if I could turn it on, signal for help. So many options. Yet I lay on the cave floor. Did it matter now? Delilah didn't need me. Obviously, a boat hadn't arrived yet or she would have left, right? Not that it mattered. She didn't seem worried, so why should I be worried for her? As all these thoughts and ideas ran through my mind, I realized that the best course of action would be to stay here and rest. Rest always seemed like a good idea. So I closed my eyes and once again tried to find my happy place. Although, part of me wondered if I would wake up. It was late, the moon was full, and I waited patiently for one of two things, to hear Gavin snoring or to hear him leave the house. As of right now, neither had happened. I was fully dressed underneath the blankets. I stared at all the miscellaneous knickknacks on the shelf, most of which belonged to Noah's family. I asked him all about it before dinner. It made sense since a few of the things were nautically themed. So now my impatient ass waited for Gavin. If he fell asleep, I would make my way to the lighthouse and find whomever else was on this island. But if Gavin was awake and went into the forest, I planned on following. Noah stopped me last time, but I told him tonight not to get out of bed. Not sure how much time passed, but I was just about to fall asleep when I heard the front door. The sound jolted me awake. I peered outside to see lantern light moving through the darkness towards the woods. 
Now is my chance. Time to find out where Gavin goes. The clouds had parted, allowing the moonlight to brighten the area. I could just barely make out the small lantern flame blinking as Gavin moved through the trees. Eventually the light stopped moving. I crept slowly from tree to tree, careful not to fall deep into the earth. The woods were dangerous, and the last thing I wanted to do was fall down into some cave. Eventually I found Gavin, about 30 yards away, standing on the cliff edge overlooking the lighthouse. The exact spot where Val and I once stood. Where we apologized to each other for lashing out. The tear slid down my cheek. I missed him so much. Shit. I stepped on a branch, causing Gavin's head to snap back. I slid behind the tree out of sight. Shit, shit, shit. Did he see me? Is that you? Hurry up. What? Did he know I was here? How? Come on now. We need to talk. I know what you did. What was he talking about? If you don't come here right now, I swear. But I was frozen. I couldn't believe he knew I had followed him. Come out! Now! Shit. I was just about to step out from behind the tree when I heard movement to my right. A figure rose from the ledge, climbing up the rocks. Why did you yell? Oh my god. I moved around the tree, hiding myself from the figure. The weird man was scrawny and hunched over. He stumbled his way over more rocks and quickly jogged up to Gavin. Why did I yell? You're hiding on me. No, no, no. No hiding. I couldn't believe it. Noah was right. There was someone else here, and he came from the lighthouse path. I knew I saw someone over there. I moved closer. What did I tell you about coming around me home? My family? Not to. And I don't. You don't? You don't? No, no, not unless you ask. Gavin backhanded the man across the face. I, I don't! I don't! Yes, you do. I saw what you did. You went after me chickens. You broke the coop. No, I stay here and there. The man pointed towards the lighthouse. I stay where you tell me. I stay in my home. You're lying. Well, I wouldn't do that. I'm telling you the truth. I stay there unless you call me. Unless you call me, I don't leave. You're lying again. I know you go to your caves to paint, and that's how I caught you. I saw the paint, I saw it on the coop and the barn door. <laughs> no, 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 yes, no. yes, yes. Gavin hit the man again. <clears throat> Gavin chased him around the ledge, smacking him several times over the head. I told you never! Ah, I'm sorry! I'm sorry! You ungrateful! <clears throat> the man slid down an incline and almost fell over the edge. Gavin slowly walked up to him. The man cowered, curled up into a ball. You don't come by my family ever again, you see? You stay away unless I call you, understand? Yes, yes. It weren't me. It weren't me. Well, if it weren't you, and it weren't me or my family, then who? I don't know. Could it be anyone else? No. You took care of the rest, eh? Yes. All of them? Yes. 
Aye, and I ain't seen any, so you're lying. No. Yes, you are. I didn't bring any food for you since you had your take of the eggs. My eggs! So you don't get no more from me until I'm ready to forgive you. <laughs> now go. Go! The man jumped up and ran past me, past the near trees, and scrambled over the rocky ledge and out of sight. Oh, shit. That means it was time for me to go, too. As Gavin went for his lamp, I turned and headed back for the stone house. Carefully. Quietly. But quickly. Luckily, the clear night allowed for an easy return. I made it back and quickly stripped off my shoes and climbed under the sheets. Gavin and this other guy were crazy. He lived in the lighthouse? That was his home? But they arrived with Noah and his family, right? I was so confused. As I lay there trying to calm my breathing, I noticed the orange lantern light pass by my window. I held my breath. Moments later, the front door opened. I could hear Gavin mumbling to himself. Good. He went to his room. I relaxed a bit. I didn't think it was possible, but things just got a lot weirder. Stone House Written and edited by Robert M. Lamb Starring Corey Pettit as Delilah Robert M. Lamb as Val Jack Austin as Gavin Co-starring Amy LeRae Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Visit 7lamb.com for more podcasts such as this. This has been a Seven Lamb production.